Welcome to the WordPress Photography Podcast, the podcast for photographers who want to learn how to get the most out of WordPress to grow their photography business. You don't need to be a geek to understand WordPress. Settle back and listen as we show you how. Now, here's your host, Scott Wyden Kibowitz. Welcome to episode 42 of the WordPress Photography Podcast, and my name is Scott Wyden Kibowitz, and I am with Charlie Clemmer. So we've, uh, this is, we're in Chicago at the Adam Chicago Photography Conference. We are on the almost the roof, roof, sort of a rooftop of where the conference is. We're very close to train tracks, so if you hear the train tracks, that is why. So we are uh, here to just talk a little bit about WordPress. Answer, I'll answer a couple questions that you might have. Um, and first, before we do that. Tell us more, tell everybody more about you. Uh, first of all, we've been talking on Twitter now for like a few months, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, Actually, this is how I found out about the, the, this conference. Oh, really? You posting that uh, you were going to be here, um, knowing you through the podcast, and uh, was actually looking, hoping that you would have a, a WordPress-related, we talked about that, yeah. a WordPress-related yeah. uh, topic to present on, yeah. uh, but ended up doing your, your uh, introverted street photographer yeah. piece instead. And my wife actually guessed what the, was the cross between an introvert and an extrovert. She got it off the top of her head. She nice. was probably an ambivert. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She didn't like my joke either. Uh, there's the train again. There's the train again, which made a great picture, too. We did a, took a model out, had the train going behind her uh, on one of the sessions during the, during the conference. Who was the, the leader of that one? Uh, Steve Nelson. Nice. So Sweet. That, that, was a, that was a good session. And that was off-camera flash? Off-camera flash. Nice. I like it. Um, but yeah, so, so I've been following you there. Um, I'm uh, out of Dallas, Texas, and do uh, mostly event photography, a little bit of weddings. Um, so using the, the WordPress blog and, and why I moved from a couple of different things kind of early on, but moved on from uh, Zenfolio and then uh, had, had tried doing some stuff there and then ended up moving over to WordPress and trying to do all of my event photography there uh, using Nextin gallery and all that good stuff is my way to sell prints and nice. all that good stuff. Yeah, and um, pretty soon you'll have that print fulfillment back, which is nice. Yes, so, uh, or automated print fulfillment instead of manual print fulfillment. And and what type of photography do you do mostly? Mostly event photography. Mostly so, event. Um, you know, like I said, it's been a couple of weddings, mostly kind of family events, so anniversaries, 50th anniversaries, those kind of things, or fundraiser type of events. So the... Uh, open bar, you'll have a band going, nighttime photography, um, just a lot of candid stuff. We'll mix in some portraits, that kind of stuff is part of it. Nice. Um, and uh, so, uh, how are how are you using WordPress other than Nextgen Gallery? Like, what type of, uh, what theme are you using? What other kind of plugins are you using? Yep, um, yep. So, it's been a learning process for me. Uh, I come from an IT background. You mentioned coming from an IT background, or, or a little bit of the IT mm -hmm. security side. Um, so I did a little bit of web hosting before and looking at it. So I'm also using an Imagely theme. So I'm, I've used the Ansel theme right now. Nice. Uh, looking at a different, I don't remember which one it is off the top of my head for my wife. She's got a health health coaching business. Uh, so it's worked out well. I can play on my site and go from there. Um, and then working up through more of the social media side of it and what I want to use there. So things like social warfare that I found out because, mm -hmm. of, because of your uh, podcast. Um, and driving from there. I'm just now starting to get into more of the how can I do late gen capture? Yep. Um, I, I do work with Tavi on the back end for a lot of my studio management piece. So using Gravity Forms to capture information, pull it in, uh, and go from there. But really trying to automate it and do more lead capture or um, uh, the, uh, 
opt-in type stuff. So doing the newsletter opt-ins, those kind of things. So anybody who's listening or watching, if you also want to learn about lead generation, contact the people at WPPI and PPE and tell them to have me come speak because they already have my idea that I want to teach there. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, and it's all on lead generation. All lead generation. So okay. So you um, you're using social warfare right now for some social sharing. Yes. Uh, what about uh, promotion for like of your content? Are you manually promoting that every time you publish something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's uh, for me trying to find a, a, a an easy way to get content out there and, and mm -hmm. have it shared across multiple channels. Um, I long time ago, maybe a year and a half ago, had, had jumped in on Hootsuite, just trying mm -hmm. to manage more Twitter traffic. Um, I know Hootsuite can do some of the blog pieces, and so that's where I've gone back and forth. Um, and I'm name blanking because the camera's rolling on what the plugin was. You've for, talked about it recently. For, uh, WordPress, the Buffer Pro? Uh, no, co very schedule? similar. Yes, CoSchedule. Okay. So I had looked at CoSchedule. Yep. Um, the price has just went up. And just because I had just renewed Hootsuite again uh, automatically, so I'm going to hold off on co-scheduler until yeah. I can work my way out of the Hootsuite piece. But so uh, I actually recently stopped using co-schedule. Okay. Uh, I love co-schedule, and if I was pushing my photography more than just as a freelance, if I was pushing it as a full-time, I would be pay I'd be paying for co-schedule. Yeah. No doubt about it. Even with their increased prices, however. They, they because of how high they went, I switched to 100% buffer. Okay. So buffer gives you a big queue of for each channel. Yeah. And you set your schedule, and then at that specific time, it sends out whatever's next. And there's a Chrome extension, there's a Safari extension, Firefox, and so on. There's also like a Mac app. There's a you know iOS and Android app. So it's so easy to always add content. You can also do Instagram. Okay. Uh, but what's really great is there's a plugin called WordPress to Buffer Pro. And in this plugin, you basically connect your blog posts and your pages, anything new that you create, to your account, and you can set uh, specific schedules for when things are added to your Buffer queue or published directly through Buffer. Yep. And so I am basically scheduled like 40, 50 something, not something days out from when a new blog post is published. It's pushed across everything a bunch of times. So one of the things that I liked with Hootsuite, and I don't know if CoSchedule has it or Buffer has it, was the ability to go back and say, you're trying to establish your, I'm trying to establish my name uh, mm -hmm. as, as a thought leader in certain areas. Um, and so I could go find topics or suggestions and it would propose them into my editorial cal calendar to post to Twitter. Um, now that's purely more on the social side and that's when I was focused on, on the social side. I don't know if there's a component that makes sense, not, not necessarily for a pure photographer piece unless mm -hmm. it was around I want to do seminars. I want to. I, I've got presentations that I'm trying to do for WPPI or for out of uh, Chicago um, to, to get yourself kind of shown in, in that light. I, I don't know if Buffer has something similar to that. So are you talking about like like content that somebody else has created that you just want to sh reshare? Right. Right. So Buffer doesn't do that. They used to. Okay. They used to have that built in. They stopped doing that, and instead somebody uh, created uh, integrated with them. It's called Suggest, and it's like three Gs. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. So, so like who we call it suggestions or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. So there's Suggest, which you basically gives you all of your different buffer cues and a column that has all the suggested content that you can switch by by topic. Okay. And you just drag it into each queue that you want, and it cool. takes care of the rest. Okay. So it's pretty neat. Um, and that's free right now, which is, which is nice. Very nice. Um, okay, so what kind of questions do you have about WordPress 
Um, so the fun thing for me, and, and having followed you and, and Imagely, uh, I self-host all of my WordPress right now. Mm -hmm. So it's on uh, my own VPS. Mm -hmm. um, and I've started looking at, you know, is that really the right way? I, I've done some tweaking trying to get my, my speed up. Um, and from a network security side, I feel like I can do better control of it while it's there. Um, I know Imagely, you guys have got phenomenal hosting and, and, and being able to do that. Um, I'm trying to find, is there an appropriate middle level where you go with somebody, not like a host gator, maybe like a host gator, um, shared hosting. Mm -hmm. um, but then I, I've, I've been burned in the past with security things where somebody corrupts or somehow infects that, that shared host and now uh, they're able, your, your data's not secure anymore right. or, or they have other bad things that go through there. So it's finding the fine lines between it as, as a, uh, an IT type person wanting to have that ability to have some control and, and at the same time not wanting to be in the website hosting business. So where's right. the, the happy medium? Or So if you want that much control, the way to go is actually a dedicated server, which is it's not, yeah, it's pricey. It's not, it's basically like having your own server, except it's not in your house. Right, right. It's in a secure facility <laughs> that's air-cooled and on all that stuff. And when it breaks, you've, you've got to call yourself to fix it. Uh, it depends. So there are managed dedicated hosts. Okay that like Liquid Web has one and you know, even SiteGround has one, uh, Cloudways. And basically, you have a person that manages your dedicated server. If there is an issue that you is beyond you, you send, you open a ticket, they handle it for you. Hmm. Um, but it is pricey. I think they're like $200 a month. Oh, wow. Right? So it, yeah. it adds up. Yeah. So there's a, there is like, there's so many choices in, in hosting companies and Really, the only way to get something that is on the less expensive end is giving up control yeah. and letting other people just do it for you. And if you want to go really inexpensive, it's going to a shared host, which obviously, as you said, has its vulnerabilities. And the speed impacts, too. Oh, a big speed impact, yeah. yeah. One, if one site on a shared host, if one site slows down, every site on that shared host is going to slow down for whatever reason. If there's a plugin or a theme that's really resource use intensive, um, then, then every site's being impacted by that. Or if one gets hacked, it opens up a back door to others. When, when we um, migrated the Youngrin's website over to our hosting platform, we found out that they were on a Bluehost plan, yeah. same company as HostGator and many of the other uh, companies that EIG owns. And there, not only was their website, the Youngrin's hacked, and Bluehost had no clue, but every site on the server was hacked. Wow. So during every migration, it had to be cleaned. That gets expensive. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So so shared hosting has its vulnerabilities in different ways. What about on the security side? So I know you've talked about WordFence before. Mm -hmm. um, I don't recall whether I've found out about them through you or, or, or another way. Mm -hmm. But um, as far as a way to, to look at, and, and I know WordFence can go back and, and look to see if your file's been changed. Right. Um, do they match what's in the current archive, that kind of stuff? Yep. Does that buy you any comfort in a, maybe not a, a shared, like like the, the real commodity shared guys, but in a, I don't know if there's such a thing as a lesser shared model. Um, or, or maybe ask the question a different way. Is there, a, is there ever a time when you wouldn't use something like a WordFence if, if you were on your own private server? You know, what's the gain for putting that? It sounds like there's a bit of performance load that goes into using something like that. Yeah, and it's a risk reward. So, so there's there are there's basically two types of security plugins that that you would install on the site. Of course, there's security things you can do on your server itself, but sure. 
the two are either a word fence style, which is dynamic. It's constantly running, it's constantly doing its protection, it's checking against its own security measures, kind of like what antivirus would do on a Windows computer. It's always calling home to see, hey, what has changed and what right. IPs are now bad. It's always doing this. So it does have a little bit of a performance impact. On WordFence, they're getting better and better at reducing its performance overload. Okay. And so I barely see a difference when I install WordFence these days. Okay. But I turn off live scanning. Got it. If you have live scanning on where it's literally looking, it's following every person on your site, seeing every little bit they do, instead of just tracking, doing scans on a regular basis. It's literally scanning everybody right so that will be super resource intensive so if you're on a dedicated server sure turn it on if you're not leave that, that feature off let it okay. do a regular scans and you should be okay the other type of security plugin is uh, like iTheme security or SecuPress uh, there's a bunch um, bulletproof security there's a bunch of these and they hard code security changes into the files hmm. and there's a downside to that because hard coding changes can break a server, it can break a theme, and it can break a plugin. Okay. So with that, you have to be very careful. And the problem, that extended problem, is that if you do have an issue and you are now locked out of your site, you now need to now need to know how to manually reverse the hard coded change. Mm -hmm. So I usually recommend for, for photographers mostly to not touch any security plugin that does that. Okay. But for somebody who's more technical. I might recommend doing that because it's less resource intensive okay. and it will, will give you the ability to still recover if something was incompatible. Right, right. right? Um, and SecuPress is made by the same people who make WP Rocket Cache and okay. Imageify. It's, okay. it's great. Um, I was testing it during its beta stages. I just prefer WordFence because I'm not, I'm personally not a fan of having a readjust hard-coded changes right, manually. Right. So, yeah. Okay. And that helps because I got into, uh, what is it, Backup Buddy, which I think yep. is also I matched think. up with iThemes, yep. um, and had started trying to debate, well, when I've already got WordFence installed, so do I do WordFence and iThemes, or do they conflict with each other? Uh, they would conflict. I mean, it's sort of like having two antivirus in a computer. Okay. You know, they're both scanning for each other. Um, <laughs> you're not really... Or, or might uh, notice each other's behavior. Yeah, um, yeah. This, this plugin is doing something that's very odd. Why does it have this here, you know? Because um, WordFence, uh, iTheme Security is going to add HT Access files okay. uh, in various places. WordFence is going to say, that doesn't belong. That's not in WordPress core. And then it's going to want to remove it. And, and they're going to battle. And that's a good topic, too, that I don't know if that goes too technical. Uh, one of the things I'd consider doing too was was doing some sort of HT access block on my WP admin mm -hmm. directory, which a lot of yeah, a lot of security plugins do. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, just to try and keep people from doing the, yeah. the brute force. So uh, a good thing to do is like WordFence has this, um, the iTheme security does, SecuPress two-factor authentication. Okay. Right. So there's multiple ways to do that and. I don't like the way that WordFence does it, so I don't use it for them. I just use Google Authenticator. Very basic, but yep. it does the job. Basically, uh, depending on which one, like SecuPress is text message based. Yeah. Uh, or no, it was email based. So you would go to login, and then after you log in, it says, okay, now what's the code that you got from the email? And then you go to your email, check the code, put the pin in, done. I think iTheme Security uses like the 
Twilio text message okay. API, so you get a text message whenever you yep. try to log in. Um, WordFence is text message, but doesn't give you application passwords. And what I mean by that, so two-factor two authentication, you have a pin that's dynamic, it expires. So it, it expires usually within like one to five minutes after getting it. Right, right. And it, again, it's either email, it's text message, or it's in an app like Google Authenticator or in uh, 1Password, anything like that. And uh, application passwords are really good for, if you use Adobe Lightroom to publish to your website, you can't do a dynamic pin. You can't. You need an application yeah. password that bypasses the authentication. WordFence does not have that currently, and they couldn't give me an answer of when that's coming, so I don't use it from them. <laughs> or, or then you but, have to take a step and try to set, like, a different class. Here's my... I do all my picture uploads maybe as a contributor yeah and I do all my administration and so I'm going to do the two-factor off on my administrator account yeah. but not on the contributor account and hope that I'm safe that way exactly yeah you'd have to you'd have to give up on some roles or users and things so they're always around it but to each his own that's the beauty about WordPress is you get so many different ways to do pretty much everything so exactly yeah exactly any other questions I think that's it I think we went a little more security than I was yeah, kind of no, thinking originally good, in my head. But, um, that's a topic that so many photographers struggle with. Like, how do I keep my site safe? And majority of photographers are on shared hosting. So it's crucial for there to be security measures in place one way or another. So, so that's a good way to, to loop back on. So you mentioned the, the one website that you were migrating, uh, yeah. the Yumrins. Is there a way outside of a security plugin like a WordPress or iPage or somebody else to, to let you know that you're... you're uh, uh, your site's been hacked. I think you had talked about it with Rachel before where a lot of times the hack might take place but then you don't notice it because the content doesn't change until much, much later. Yeah. So Because it gives somebody a back door to then just push scripts out to do whatever. Um, so a plugin like WordFence is going to email you every day if something changes. Since I've been here, I've been getting emails that this plugin has to be updated, this plugin has to be updated and it's, oh, I can't do it. I don't like doing that remotely. So. Um, so I'm not doing it. Even but, with one password, you don't like doing it remotely. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd rather I would rather uh, be at home with my laptop open. Cause I didn't bring my laptop on this trip, so I'd rather be home with my laptop with good internet. That if something goes wrong in a plug-in update, I can quickly revert. Yeah. However, yeah. I need to. Um, but yeah, uh, WordFence will email you all the time if there's something that looks strange. By default, it looks in only WordPress folders. With one click of a button, you can have it scan your entire server. Okay. Takes longer, more performance because the, the scan has to go longer. But you can actually scan folders outside of what we're, we're, WordPress. On a shared for. hosted site, is it going to try and scan the entire shared host, or it's only scanning well, so your you, portion you, of it? Your, your site will only have access to your okay. sort of fragment of of, yeah. the, of the or the partition, maybe is a yeah. way to put it. Um, so yeah, it'll only scan you, okay. but it'll scan if you're on a shared host. You probably have access to multiple sites on that shared host. So it's, um, it might scan everything that you have access to. Okay. It's possible. But okay. Yeah. So if I'm hosting my, my, my own and my wife's website on the same shared hosting account, then one could actually scan both of them. Potentially, yeah. Um, I, would have to, I, I would say you have to test it. Yeah. Um, because I, 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 I don't know if WordFence will actually go into the other folder, but okay. that'd be really interesting to see. Put a text file somewhere and yeah. see what happens. That would be really interesting to see. Uh, we'll do that. Because that would be good because then you can actually have WordPress running, running on one site. And not have um, it run on multiple. Well, you can have you can have uh, your wife scan only her WordPress and have yours scan everything. Okay. So only one is really more resource intensive for the scans. 
All right. Yeah. So that'd be I'd be interested to, to hear that what I'll happens give, with that test. Give it a try and see what it does. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining on uh, this episode. Um, as I said in episode forty one, things are gonna be changing now that Rachel is no Rachel is no longer a coast. I don't know what's gonna happen. But this is kinda of fun at here at Outer Chicago Photography Conference. So hopefully I'll be able to do more of this kind of stuff, doing sort of spontaneous episodes uh, while walking around. So very cool. Yeah. See you in the next episode. You've been listening to the WordPress Photography Podcast. To listen to other episodes and to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and more, please visit imagely.com forward slash podcast.